right, Sean. I do not have a pre-planned time, uh, line this week, oh, so okay. I will not. Like, like I say, we do not waste your time. Unlike when I come up with pre-planned lines referencing song titles that have the word "waste" in it. Correct. But it is our last week of off-season Winners Club content leading up to Week One of the NFL season. So, starting next week, you'll get your standard. Uh, preview of week one and then yep. after week one is really when we'll hit our groove of when things will and be dropped at certain And hopefully mutt might times. appear at some point. We'll see. A wild, a wild mutt might appear. I, might I feel have, like I'm I running around to, I'm running around rub ver- a genie lamp to get him here. But. <laughs> like I'm running around uh, Verulean Forest. Viridian Forest. Viridian Forest Pokemon, yes. uh, with like a super rappel on right yes, now exactly. trying to get mutt to do this Just podcast with us. Not popping out anywhere. But uh, if you want to explore some of the content that led up to this, of course, we did our over-unders for the season. We did uh, our award winners. We did our division winners. So if you want to catch up on those, they're all under 30-minute podcasts that you can hit up that all mostly still stand. Things change as the offseason goes on, uh, obviously. But uh, this one, Chime, we are going to run through the Super Bowl odds. This is the big fish, the big fish of offseason content right here. Uh, one may say, "Our would white whale apply here? Not really. Not quite. I would. You, you, so. Well, big fish, you catch. You catch yes. the big fish. Yeah. So this is our big fish for content that we it's come up with uh, that we come up with on our own. Yeah. So yeah, it's really hard to to catch that sort of uh, that sort of fish. So what we're going to do here is we're going to run through the odds as they are listed as of last night on DraftKings. So unless there was some big move today, well, that I have really... the current ones. I know the Patriots shifted, so that might actually be different. Oh, the Patriots did shift. Yeah. Okay. So, so we'll, we'll, I have it we'll, up right we'll here. tackle so that as we move along. So. Uh, oh, it's be you know why it's because they released Brian Hoyer, mm-hmm. so their odds went way down. Correct. Yeah. So yeah, so that moves today may have impacted these a little bit. So we're gonna run through these, and what we're gonna start is, and if Gresham Keith listeners know that uh, during the regular season, or insert host name and Keith uh, past iteration of the show, we have always done a yes. segment throughout the season called the NFL Binaries. We run through every team. Can this team win the Super Bowl? Can this team not win the Super Bowl? Yep. So in order to sort of whittle down this list of yeses and noes, Shime, let's start with that, okay? So okay. from from the bottom up, and if there's any correction on the odds, let me know as we go along. I will. So can this team win the Super Bowl? Can this team not the Super Bowl? Uh, in last place at plus 30,000, the Houston Texans. Nope. No, moving on. Uh, Detroit Lions, plus 20,000. Nope. Nope. Cincinnati Bengals, plus, plus 15,000. Nope. Nope. Uh, New York, and we're not providing any analysis here because these defense, are pretty simple. The defenses are bad. Most of the O lines are bad. You know it's a bad team. Yep. These, these, it, we'll we'll get there on uh on more on more of that. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars plus thirteen thousand. Nope. I'm gonna say no as well. Uh, and the Raiders plus ten thousand at no. Nope. And the Philadelphia Eagles plus ten thousand. Also no. I have a yes on this because I can Ooh, okay. see I could see a road in which it happens. Jalen Hurts takes a big. Uh, second year step. The offensive line is a lot better than people realize, mm-hmm. and they could easily win the NFC East, which I'm sure the winner this year. And once you're in the playoffs, I feel like at this point in the season, if you can make the playoffs, you should realistically right. be considered a team that can win the Super Bowl. And with a mobile quarterback as well, like yep. that, that can run and throw the ball effectively, not just a mobile quarterback. Like that Lamar me. Jackson effect. Yeah, I, I could see a road in which the Eagles make a deep run to the playoffs. Okay, you sold me. It, it, would, it would have to be a bit fluky. But you know what? In this past decade, the Baltimore Ravens won the Super Bowl. The Joe Flacco went on a run that he would never, that he's never replicated in his career. Yeah. The Eagles won the Super Bowl in seventeen. Like things like this can happen. Definitely. It's not unheard. You of. also skipped a team, by the way. I don't want you to skip over a team here. Uh, the New York Jets also at plus thirteen thousand. 
Okay, so that that one moved for me. But I'm yeah, I'm at no as well there. And I I, I know I made the case and Rich very erroneously on the air yesterday was like, oh, John's really high on the Jets. I, I'm not really high on the Jets. No, That's not what I said. Like I Jets, think though. they can win like seven or eight games. Yes. And if that's high, then I, I mean, relatively, sure. relatively sure. Uh, Carolina Panthers plus nine thousand. I'm gonna make the same. I have a similar case here as well mm. because this offense could. Would it surprise you if they had a top five offense in the league? No, because this is Sam Darnold getting away from Adam Gase. I think it can it's happen. The Joe Brady effect again. I mean, so the, here's the thing with the Panthers. Last year, this team was one of the. I think they were the number two team between the twenties on offense. Like that's how good this offense was. The issue was in the red zone. They were 29th in the league. So they were they were the third worst team in the league in the red zone, uh, and that's one of the reasons this team struggled to win games last year. Uh, and now they, you bring in Sam Darnold over Teddy Bridgewater. I don't know if that's kind of an even play or an upgrade. I I can't tell you that yet. I haven't seen Sam Darnold enough in this offense to to determine that at all. Um, but I do think that Joe Brady is very very good at scheming up offense. Um, I think uh, actually Matt Rule not doing a terrible job. Um, so I. And Christian McCaffrey comes back, which immediately helps. Mm-hmm. So you know what? I can I will buy into this. They have invested so much in defense as well, and they could look like I think Jeremy Chin and Artie Burns could potentially be like uh, top ten at their position, Clo- like household sure. names. Yes, but definitely. If they made the playoffs last year, Jeremy Chin would have been a household name. Yeah, he might have won the Rookie of the Year, but they didn't. So all right, let's keep going. Uh, uh, New York Giants plus eight thousand. I'm at no. no. Jason Garrett, no. horrible OC. The O line is going to be bad. Lost. Uh, Atlanta plus eight thousand. I shockingly enough, I'm, on I'm yes. a yes. I'm so on a yes here's as well. why. Again, another potentially top five offense. A hundred percent vaccinated team. We're not going to mention that a ton, but I think it matters. That means every That's guy every week is going to be available regardless of COVID positive tests mm-hmm. because everyone is vaccinated. I think that matters in this in this case specifically based on the NFL rules. Now, listen to us. We're not. We're not pushing the vaccine or telling you not to get the vaccine. That doesn't matter to I me. Am. I'm speaking specifically from an availability standpoint. In the NFL, it's just the rules. If, you, if you're unvaccinated and you're a close contact or you test positive, you're out for a long time. Compared to, compared to if, you have the va- if you are vaccinated, you test positive, or you're a close contact, you're back in a couple of days. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, I think that matters. And I just think this offense is going to be really good. I think Matt Ryan Same is thing. primed a to have a very good year with Arthur Smith. can win the Super Bowl no matter how bad Calvin Ridley is going to have like 1,700 yards. Mike Davis is going to be good. Russell Gage is a big-time sleeper. People kind of need to keep their eyes on here. Uh, and so I just think this offense alone can get them to the playoffs. And if anything were to happen to Tom Brady, you win the division. This team could easily win the division. So I'm in on the Falcons. I think, that, I think yes. At this point in the season, yes. The Falcons fall into a category with me that two other teams fall into that that we'll get to later as as we go through them. Offense could be top five, defense could be bottom five, yep. and I think they could win the Super Bowl. That that's how good the other side of the ball could be. Correct. Also, keep an eye on their defense. Yes, it, it's bad. They got a couple pieces in there that I think like could like Michael Walker's a linebacker who him and Deion Jones could be viewed as like one. They could be viewed as like the Devin White and uh, who's the other guy on Tampa? Uh, Shaq Barrett. Le- uh, Levante David. Oh, Levante they could David. be viewed as like those two yes. from last year Yep. Uh, with the Falcons. Uh, so moving through it, Chicago plus uh, 6,500. I'm at no. The O-line's too bad, no. and they're going to stick with Andy Dalton and get like four losses right off the bat. Agreed. And, and, and even if they go to Justin Fields' rookie quarterback, yep. I just don't see it. Uh, Washington plus 5,000. Uh, yeah, I am a yes here. I'm a yes I, as well. I think uh, this defense is so good that they could 
they could the division sucks, so it's an easy win the division thing. I think they have a lot of offensive weapons, and I think this defense is probably going to be a top three defense in football. Yeah, defense is going to be one, two, three, which is just another way of saying top three, which is what Shime just said. Offensive line uh, could be elite, could be yep. one of the best in the league as well, and I don't care what is behind them after that. And by the way, what's behind them also pretty good, yes. except for like maybe Ryan Fitzpatrick, I guess. But at least he can go out there and run any offense. And we've seen him be for fine. A and Antonio Gibson is a as a possibility to explode this year. Uh, Minnesota plus 5,000. I am a no. I'm a, I, I'm a no. I, it's I really a questionable like, no, but it's a no. I really like their front seven. I think their defense is greatly improved over last year. Uh, their secondary still has a lot of questions. Uh, I think their offense is going to be halfway decent. I think they have a lot of weapons, but I have questions on their offensive line. So ultimately, I'm just going to go no here. Yeah, I don't trust Cousins. I don't, I don't, I'm not as high as their front seven as you. We don't need to spend Ooh. a ton of time on it, but like their pass rush, for example, they decided it wasn't good enough, so they brought Everson Griffin back, and it was like, okay. Speaking like, of Kirk Cousins, uh, Nate Tice, actually, of The Athletic, made this point, and uh, I would like to, and then it was substantiated by Ben Baldwin, who does a lot of analytical stuff uh, on Twitter. I think he might even also be part of The Athletic, but regardless of that, he posted a graph of um, quarterback EPA per play in the final four minutes of games. Kirk Cousins was like third to last, whereas a guy like Derek Carr, actually, shockingly, yeah. was number one. Yeah, I don't trust Cousins at all. They they do got a guy, another guy to look out for in the back end for them. Cam Dantzler, the corner who they got in the fifth or sixth round of last year. Because yeah. last year they had Jeff Gladney. Yeah. He beat the crap out of a woman, uh, was indicted, and the Vikings cut him. So yep. he's done with the team. But Patrick Peterson and that guy might not be a bad duo, Cam Dantzler. They're, he'll at least be one of the top uh, one or three. I think they, they signed Bashad Breland as well. Mm-hmm. So they've got a nice little cornerback room, but if there's no pass rush, then it's going to be difficult for them. All right, continuing here, uh, Arizona plus 45. I'm no. I, I think this offense has a chance to be good, but not h- as high powered as someone like Atlanta, even with Kyler Murray. And so I am a no here. I think the division is also impossible for them. See, I'm a yes because I think the only thing that you need to change. I also think that whole division could very easily make the playoffs, and mm-hmm. it wouldn't, it wouldn't very be true. shocking. The only thing that needs to change is Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray just needs to play better, and I think he can to the degree where I could I wouldn't it wouldn't shock me if they made a deep run and ended up in the Super Bowl. Okay. I think their defense is a lot better than people think and they improved. Although they them losing Malcolm Butler, whether he was gonna actually be like a shutdown corner, I guess puts that up in the air. But And no more Patrick Peterson there as well. Yeah, Patrick Peterson. Yeah, the, well, the point being, Butler would have replaced yeah. Peterson, but now no Butler, which I, I, you know, that's an interesting situation. I don't know what happened there. Uh, Denver Broncos plus forty five hundred. Yes, I'm a yes. I'm a yes. This roster's nuts. If somehow, some way, uh, they get any kind of good quarterback play, this team immediately becomes a contender. Yeah, they've got a top five roster in the league, so they just, just Teddy, don't screw it up. Don't screw it up. Yep. Uh, Pittsburgh plus forty five hundred. No. This is I, this is probably one of the higher ones up that I am an absolute no on. In no scenario can you convince me that the Pittsburgh Steelers win the Super Bowl with Ben Roethlisberger and Dwayne Haskins in that quarterback room. Uh, I'm a yes because the 2015 Denver Broncos did that with somebody who wasn't as good as Roethlisberger is now in his career. Yeah, I just I don't think this defense is as good as that defense was. I think uh, you also see them go up against. I want to say Warren Sharp said it's like the third or fifth hardest uh, pass offense schedule. Uh, so this defense is very much going to be tested this year. Uh, Miami plus thirty five hundred. I am a yes here. I think if two is good, this team is absolutely a playoff team. Could easily win the AFC East if two is good. And uh, with that in mind, I, I think if things break right for you in the playoffs, you can make the Super Bowl and win. Uh, I'm gonna no because in my reasoning, my golden rule has a bad O line ever won the Super Bowl. 
Uh, no, but I don't. I also think this O line isn't as bad as you think it is. I think it's going to be better than you are giving it credit for. Austin Jackson had a very bad preseason. He's yeah. <laughs> the left tackle, and I don't. Maybe they moved that around. A lot of people have been calling for them to shuffle it around. To be uh, fair, the Colts don't even have a left tackle right. Right, now. and I've got them as a no as well. So, fair. <laughs> fair. like, I and uh, they released Matt Scurro, who's a big free agent signing. So the fact that like the big the big name center wasn't good enough to make the team, I also don't like as much as I can see the defense being better than I think. I could see Tua having a good year, but when it comes down to nut-cutting time in the playoffs, if you don't have a good O-line, yours, that is where your season ends. 2015 yeah. Patriots, uh, Mahomes and the, the Chiefs last year. I just, I'm, I'm on a no for that uh, for that as of now. Um, Indy, I referenced right there, plus 3,500. I said no uh, due to the left tackle questions yep. that could ripple throughout the O-line. You had even one of the guys they signed went down with an Achilles already. We'll have to see what Eric Fisher is when he gets back. But the bottom line for me is that you cannot rely on Carson Wentz to be on the, the field. I, I think Carson Wentz sucks. The offensive line is in shambles. And the schedule combined with those yeah, two tough things schedule is off the top. impossible the first six or seven weeks. Yeah. So I am just a hard out on Indianapolis. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm actually a believer in Jacob Eason too, believe it or not, but it's so tough. Like their first four or five, I think out of the first six weeks, they play the Texans and five like powerhouse teams basically. Yeah. And if they're one and five, I don't care how good of a season Jacob Eason has as a, as a de facto matter. rookie. It's, it just won't matter. Uh, continuing Dallas plus 3,500. Yeah, I, I say yes on Dallas. This yep. offense has a chance to be electric. If Micah Parsons is as good as people think he is, uh, he can also help turn that defense around even a little bit. And again, another scenario where you could have a top three offense, bottom seven defense, but the offense is just so good that it doesn't matter. Yeah, I so I put Dallas in the same category I mentioned as Atlanta yep, earlier. exactly. And except that they have Micah Parsons. Yeah. So, and I mean, I, I mentioned the guy Michael Walker earlier, Deion Jones. So maybe, maybe they have like about similar. Uh, the, the amount of pieces that fit and don't fit on the defensive side. But the offense could be just so good that I it, you can't say no to an offense that good. And the same thing would be said about our next team. I put them in the same category. The Tennessee Titans at plus 3,000. There's a four-way tie there for 3,000, so we get to all of them. But I think like Tannehill would have to absolutely light it up against bad defenses uh, because the Titans' defense is so bad, and I think Tannehill can do that. Yeah, I do too, especially with Derrick Henry behind him as well. Mm-hmm. I, I am also with you there. I, I think the Titans are yes. And before we get to any more of those plus 3,000 people, we should mention the New England Patriots have dropped to plus 3,500. So really? they're in the same spot as the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I am it's a no. It's the Hoyer release. Yeah, that's what it is. I'm a no on the Patriots. I know you are opposite me here, but uh, I am a full-on no on the Patriots. No Stephon Gilmore for the first six weeks, a rookie quarterback, uh, questions at wide receiver. I am. I'm a no on this team. I'm on a yes, but it's the rook, the rookie QB thing. A rookie QB has never won the Super Bowl. Like, yeah. it, like I'm almost contradicting myself by using the O line point and then using the rookie QB point. But you know what? Get rid of rookie. Get rid of the get rid of the variable that screws my argument, and then we'll <laughs> and then we'll continue with it. Like, I think they're gonna have a top five O line. They're gonna have a top five front seven. I know they have questions in the defensive backfield. I trust them to be able to get past that by the time the playoffs hit. I think okay. Gilmore will be back on the field. I think the front seven is going to be firing on all cylinders to the point where it's going to matter if Gilmore's on the field, I suppose. Maybe I think it does it, it when you come to when you come to better teams in the playoffs, maybe. But by that point, I think he'll be on the field. So I also think that you guys are a little bit overrating this front seven, just a smidge. So that's where I stand. I mean, I just see it with like that amoeba defense from a couple years ago. I feel like they have better pieces than that on this front seven. And yeah, especially so by, yes, especially but... like, take into account, like, by the playoffs. 
maybe in September it's not as good yeah. as we're making out to be. But if there's ever been a time where the Patriots ramp up to the max, it is as they're entering. The I think their yeah. front four is a lot better than it has been. I just don't think I do not trust this linebacking court. To be honest with mm-hmm. you, um, so Patriots had had bumped down to thirty five hundred, like Shime had said. Uh, one I skipped there: the Chargers plus three thousand. Yeah, I'm going to be a yes on the Chargers just because if anything happens to Patrick Mahomes, the Chargers are going to win that division. And if the Chargers win that division, they're in the playoffs and anything can happen. Uh, I think this offense is very, very good. I think they've made improvements on defense. They've made improvements in the offensive line. Uh, they got the Corey Lindsley at center. They drafted Rayshon Slater, who has been as advertised already at right tackle. Uh, so I am I am in on the Chargers here. I say yes. Uh, I'm, I'm a no on the Chargers, and believe it or not, it's like for the same reason, basically. Like, I like the moves they made on the O-line, but like, Lindsley was already dinged up this preseason. I, the guard spots are definitely still question marks. The tackle spots, like, we think they're fixed, but then, you know, for every... For every uh, Joe Thomas that comes into the league, you have an Andrew Thomas who comes into the league. It's like you can be like, yeah, it's but no like, ju- like I'm not team... ready to say just because they got a guy, it's it's fixed. No, you know? I, I'm not saying that it's fixed, but I think they're in a better spot. They're improving, and their quarterback is really good. Mm-hmm. I think I think that can't go uh, unmentioned. Like Justin Herbert is very very good, which is why to me the fact that you can say that Denver is a yes and the Chargers are a no to me is crazy. Well, I also take into account the Joe Lombardi factor. I've said it a million times. Adam Rank was actually uh, propping up Joe Lombardi on our show. Oh, was he? Yes. Big fan of Joe Lombardi because he thinks Eckler is going to have a massive year. Did he say Joe Lombardi's good, so Eckler's going to have a good year, or did he just say Eckler's going to have a good year? Uh, no, he mentioned Joe Lombardi's name. He mentioned him specifically by name. So, uh, so I think I think part of what he's getting at there is that so Eckler was on Adam Schefter's podcast, and he said, "We are running the Saints' offense, and I am Alvin Kamara." Yep. So now the fantasy people are flipping out over that. <laughs> I really don't think that has anything to do with Joe no, Lombardi. No, I don't think Joe Lombardi's going to be great, but I still think he'll be fine. And and I think this fine team... doesn't win you a Super Bowl. No, but it's I'm... like their defense is amazing. I, like, like I said, I think this team doesn't beat the Chiefs for the division. It doesn't beat the Chiefs in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But again, if anything happens to Patrick Mahomes, it makes it wide open. This team can catch momentum. If this team won the division, I think they could win the Super Bowl. All right, Saints plus three thousand. Uh, I'm a no on the Saints. I'm a no as well. I just think there's too many There's going to be too marks. many turnovers. Uh, not in, yeah, I think too many turnovers, too many question marks. The wide receiver position is not good. Um, I think Marcus Callaway might be okay, but other than that, I just I say no. John Brown has he been has has he been picked up by the Saints yet? Uh, no, not that I know of. All right, so from here on out, I actually am yes on every single team remaining. I am a yes on every single team remaining as well. Yes. Okay, so I'll just run through them because we're all yes. Seattle, Cleveland, the Rams, 49ers, Ravens, Packers, uh, Bills, Bucks, and Chiefs. Is there any? Oh, God, we're getting, we're getting bombed. Oh, Andy Grush is making uh Hello, Grush. Hi. Hi. How can are you hear me? Yes, yes, we can. Hello, I was just walking through. I wonder why you two idiots are in here. You're just talking about gambling. Yep. Correct. Tampa Bay to win the Super Bowl. Okay. Plus, wow. any odds, there plus you go. 600. There you go. Would you, plus would, 600 actually isn't bad. No, it's not terrible. Would you like to save some takes for the rest of us? Um... No, I wouldn't. <laughs> Bit hot. Okay. No, that's Tampa it. Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah, Appreciate that, it. No, that's it. See you, boys. Yeah, that's that's dark horse pick, or is Have it fun. just Tampa? Um, hmm, like a, an off the grid pick, like a super super deep deep ooh, pole. Ooh, Cleveland. Okay. Maybe is they get deep? lucky. Uh, it's plus sixteen hundred. <laughs> I mean, I guess. But it's Cleveland. 
Yeah, yeah they also suck. true. They okay. lit a river on fire. That's how special those people are out there. This is true. So <laughs> did they give everyone Bud Light too for like making the playoffs or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, they uh, with the Miz from WWE. Yes. That's yep. exactly right. Yeah. So all right, fair enough, Greg. Yep. There you well, go. Gresh, right thanks anyway. for joining us. This uh, this hour is not billable. Uh, no, no, no. This is passing through. You're yeah, on exactly. salary, so it doesn't matter. Right? Well, allegedly. <laughs> all right. See you, boys. Later. Bye, Grash. Thanks for stopping by. All right. So we just hit through those last eight. Shyam and I were uh, yes on all of them. So uh, is there any of those? teams right off the bat though shine that you that is there one that you're the least confident in saying yes yet? the seattle seahawks plus okay. 2000 uh right there on the edge i i think for me that is the team i am the least confident in i think there's just so many questions there i think with russell wilson he can kind of overcome a lot of those questions but at the same time pete carroll has shown um a tendency to you know uh get in the way of things mm-hmm. and so for me i think seattle has the most questions there all right so let's start off with this what team do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? Uh, what team do I think is going to win the Super Bowl? I'm going to pick – I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I just I, – I can't oh, – So I guess Grush did save a take I, for, yeah, for you. Yeah, I just – I can't <laughs> – I don't, I don't know how you can pick against Tom Brady. I just think it, it – I don't think this Chiefs team is going to be as good as the last two years. Um, and, and I just – I don't think Green Bay can get it done in the big moments as much as I mm-hmm. like Green Bay. Uh, and I'm not convinced that the 49ers are going to be as good. I think they're still going to work out some kinks here with this Garoppolo-Lance thing. So I'm I'm going to go with the Buccaneers. As far as the Chiefs go, they're about to – we'll see if this – this was the case like a week ago. Uh, that may have changed and it may change the next week. But their starting line at one point was Orlando Brown, Joe Tooney, and then three guys who have never started an NFL game. Creed Humphrey uh, and then two other guys I don't so, even know. So that was – Going into a season, that's rough. We both say yes for the Chiefs because it's the Chiefs. It's and also, you know, they have other guys who are injured and will be coming back from injuries. So maybe by October, that's not as big of a situation anymore. But how much did they really – did they really improve their defense much? No, they didn't. And, they didn't. and I'm pretty sure they lost – I mean, they're going to lose guys. Like, right. they've lost guys. It's not a matter of, like, they just they just haven't done anything to make me right. want to believe that they're good enough to win. And they have the that that same they're running it back with that same wide receiver core minus Sammy Watkins. Where if one of those it's guys, dumb. if Hill or Kelsey goes down, they're you're screwed. screwed. They're screwed you, because if it, and like that I think, loses a game for you. And if I think they are it's more playing. important Tyree Kill than it is Travis Kelsey. I think Travis Kelsey, the Patriots showed that uh, when they played, or I mean, a lot of teams have shown that where you can let Travis Kelsey get his. 11 catches because the Buccaneers did it. He had like 11 catches for over 100 yards in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter because if you shut down Tyree Kill, you can't stretch the field. It's just dunk over the middle, dunk over the middle, dunk over the middle, stop him. And it's like Tyree Kill is such a big big part of that offense. If he gets hurt, McCole Hardman is not stepping in. Dante Robinson is not stepping into that spot. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. Byron Pringle's not walking through that door. It's like trying to make fetch happen. Those guys aren't going to work. So the team that I think is going to win the Super Bowl. Let me hear it. And I, I and granted, I have a track record of picking against the favorite. Also, yep. a drunk Ben Volan told me in our Red Sox uh, suite that uh, I don't know the stats on this. And uh, again, based on how I picked, I, I set up that story. Take it with a grain of salt. Of I have not Googled this at all. Yep. He said that when players, uh, when teams that have returned a high number of their starters, it never works. Ooh. Okay. So I mean, it makes the sense. Buccaneers like, are returning like everyone. So all every one of their starters, yeah. they're losing. And like they added like uh, Giovanni Bernard. 
Giovanni Bernard, they got like a the thirty second pick, like Joe Tyron or something, who won't be a yeah. starter but will be a rotational guy. Looked pretty so, good I though mean, in preseason. May, maybe nice. if like JPP starts to slip and you need to lower his reps, that's a guy you can put in to like pick up the slack a little Definitely. there. Uh, o line, they have no depth, so if anybody goes down, yeah, like that could screw them. So, anyways, the team I think is going to win the Super Bowl is the third option, the Buffalo Bills at plus one thousand. Okay. I'm really high on the because my my criticisms of the Bills going into this offseason. They didn't do anything at running back aside from sign Matt Breida, who'll probably get injured. But but they I don't they think, look good. Those also, guys look good in the preseason. Here's the other thing too, and uh, Dable said this uh, in like a press conference. I don't think they care about running the football because he doesn't want to play on third down. Well, I don't. I don't. He care. doesn't want to have third down. Well, so he I'm wants not to just saying running. The, I'm not saying running the football. I'm yeah. saying throwing the ball to the running back. Oh, true. That's fair, what, that's what, that's enough. my concern. My concern is not rushing the football. Yeah. They they could not run the ball one time a game. I don't give a shit. If they're gonna if it were the, up to me, no NFL team would ever run the ball. Here's the for thing, any reason. Fun fact: the Bills gonna lead the league in passing on first and second down again this year. Oh, they're yeah. gonna do it because Dayball doesn't want to play on third down. He's just gonna throw the ball every single time. Why so I had some interior line concerns, but whatever interior line. We'll get over it. Uh, vaccinations, I suppose, should be a concern yeah, with Cole this team. Beasley might be if they're going to be a concern with other teams, they need to be. But the main thing for me was running back that same group of defensive backs without making improving the pass rush. Yeah. However, pass rush appears to have improved. Quite yeah. Well, a they bit. drafted two guys. I would hope yeah, so. Gregory Russo looks, looks like legit, he, and, and it's it's like the 49ers situation from from a few years ago. But they had all these these high first and second round draft picks on the D line. Now you've got AJ Epinesa, you've got Ed Oliver, you've got um, Gregory Russo. Like, and uh, didn't they also draft uh, Carlos Boogie Basham? Sure, him too. Boogie, I'm pretty sure the they boogeyman. did. Boogeyman. They, they they can be the boogeyman now. Boogeyman uh, 3.0. There you go. Uh, I think they're going to wreck offensive lines. And I know Tampa has a good offensive line, but if you're able to just mix it up a little, and like I said, no depth. Their, de- their one depth interior guy, Joe Haig, left. Yeah. They can re-sign him because they re-signed friggin' everyone. Um, that is, I, I think they're going to wreck teams. And I think against okay. someone like Tom Brady, in a hypothetical bucks Bills Super Bowl, Sick. pressure up the middle is what screws him. Yeah, I think the sure. Bills are going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, you think the Bucks are going to win the Super Bowl. What is your best bet? I mean, we've already said it once. I'm going to say it again. I think the best bet here, just because the odds are so big, I'm going to take the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. Fuck it. Eight, what is it? Plus 8,000? Like, if I'm going to take a shot at a Super Bowl winner, I don't want your plus 600. I don't want your plus 1,000. I want 30 to 1 or higher. Give me the Atlanta Falcons at plus 8,000. I'll go a little down, and you know I'm Fal- you know I'm a Falcons stand. I, I was upset when the Patriots and the Falcons drew each other in the Super Bowl because yes. I was like, I gotta pick one. Visually upset. I was like, oh no, I can't do that. You have, yeah, you've seen the video of me crying. I have. Well, that was after the Super Bowl. That wasn't a that wasn't beforehand. <laughs> when when I saw the matchup, I was just in tears the entire time. I guess my best bet, if we're gonna go as low as as somebody that I've got as a yes on this list. I would go with the Carolina Panthers because I trust them a little more because I think they could pop on defense. I yeah. think they're a team that nobody is expecting to be good on defense and that they will be. So I won't go like I won't go as low as the Eagles at plus ten thousand. They were probably the lowest team that. So I said yes on it. You said no, and then you claimed I convinced you. So yes. uh, you know, you gold star you. for me for that. I, I, I suppose. So I I knocked uh, stubborn shine off of his off of his little hill of fortitude. Yep. Um, yeah, I'll go with the Carolina Panthers because this is Sam Darnold getting away from Adam Case, going to a team that has a couple questions on the O-line, but I think it'll end up being good. Christian McCaffrey back. Uh, I, I, I guess Chuba Hubbard's a good behind the behind Outside of going back. Adam Gase to Shanahan or McVay, could you have gone any better from Adam Gase to Joe Brady? Right. Yeah, you can't. Maybe Gase to Arthur Smith. but Maybe. Like, maybe. Right. We don't even know that that's true. And, and, and so we don't even, like... 
like we know this team's good. We know yeah. the offense is going to be good. Robbie Anderson, good, actual good. Rece- mm-hmm. Another get him away from Adam Gase. What does he do? Have over a hundred, a thousand yards. But I went, I went over the defense already too. And like last year, they used literally their entire draft on the defense. They used a ton of picks on it this year. They signed guys. Oh, I think the defense is going to be good. And by the way, they get probably one of the best overall players in football back, healthy Christian mm-hmm. McCaffrey. So that's I'd say that's my best bet for as far as uh, as low goes. So yeah, nice dark horse picks for you there. We gave you two legitimate bet picks there too, ninety to one and eighty yeah, to one odds. Yeah, Gresh's like his sneaky pick was the Browns, who like every or to they one. have the best O line in the league. Everybody knows they have that. One of the and best rosters in football. And everybody thinks they're good. Nailed it. Good Ooh. job. So <laughs> that'll do it. So Shime thinks the Buccaneers are going to win the Super Bowl. His best bet is the Falcons at plus 8,000. My best bet, the Carolina Panthers at plus 9,000. I think the, I think it's the Bills. I think it's the year that the Bills do it. Um, so that'll wrap it up for our off-season content, though, Shime. Hell yeah. Holy smokes. Back to the regular season, Run Sean. up to the season. Woo! So pumped. Maybe Mutt will make an appearance. We'll have to spread some, like, we'll spread some, we'll leave a case of beer in the in the, in the <laughs> podcast studio, and then we'll, we'll walk out. We'll put a trash can over it with a we'll ruler. We'll have to make a fake article that says Massachusetts <laughs> legalizes sports. Gambling and that'll oh, get him to that's come a good in. idea. Yeah, maybe maybe it's like a hopelessness thing. It's yeah. like when uh, it's like the movie, um, uh, the Ethan Hawke movie, First Reformed. He gets uh, oh. he gets so disenfranchised mm-hmm. with uh, with uh, climate change that he <laughs> he becomes depressed. Oh, like God. Mud is so disenfranchised with with. Uh, uh, the, the idea that he still he still has to break the law in order to do what he loves that or he's go just, to New Hampshire yeah he's just doing the he's doing shows from home he's not even coming <laughs> in anymore like I don't know um, yeah but that'll do it for us time so we'll be back uh, next week with the normal uh, we'll so we'll do our week one uh, probably Tuesday or Wednesday we'll we'll figure that out our yep. our week one bets show and then uh, you know on that show we'll have some more to say about maybe some content we're gonna do uh, during the season though so hell Shime? yeah. Oh, this is the family. By oh, the it way. is. That is, we, we are a family of podcasts, uh, including the hashtag Dork you were podcast. Just on, you were just on. I that? was just on that. Wow. We did. We came up with the collective list of the top ten Batman comics. We had five experts give their lists, and so cumulative points resulted in ten top Batman comics. Uh, we also have the Bradfo show. Pretty sure he had Joe Kelly on this week. Uh, yeah. Uh, Josh Beckett. Uh, maybe. Josh Beckett. Kevin Hannibal Euclid? was Hannibal on this one. Oh, yeah. And speaking of Hannibal, the other uh, podcast that's part of this family, the Off Day Pod, Andy Hart, Ryan Hannibal, uh, they'll be getting after it, getting you ready for uh, Patriots Week 1 with Mac Jones as a starting quarterback. All right, that's all she wrote. Shime, say bye. I'm out of here. Guess you're going to have to wait, boy. You're going to have to be pucker butt. You're going to have to wait, boy. You're going to be pucker butt today. The man formerly known as Merle from The Walking Dead. Show's good again. Check, 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 check. Check it out now. The, the Funk, funk So brother. brother right about now. I the Funk that. So Brother. I use that as the T3 now. open song today because yes, the explanation is maybe that will be a good thing in this show is I can explain myself. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, Adam Rank started waxing poetic about She's all that in yes. the middle of his answer about JJ Taylor, <laughs> which for is some tremendous. Reason. We made a new friend today. Holy Adam shit. Rank, one of the best uh, best hits on awesome. the radio show we've had in a long time. He was, he was awesome. awesome. Like, he, he was so excited to come on with us, and he genuinely was like, "Wei is an iconic radio station." And I now need he's going to gonna be on. in our fantasy league, which yeah, is amazing. So, so he's in our fantasy league, and the thing is, like, there could be a mon- there could be a Monday morning where we look at the fantasy league from the night before, and we see that Adam Rank started, whose face, by the way, is. On the league homepage, like creating <laughs> yes, content, he's gonna start like lying in the videos to like screw the rest of us over because he knows <laughs> it's just that league. But so he, um, 
So he 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 comes on and he's uh Rich is like, Oh, we have an opening in the fantasy league and he's like, Hell yes. So like Sign so, me up. so he's in our fantasy league now, so there could be a Monday morning where we look, we're like, Oh, we need like a short segment here. Hey, Adam Rank started Kirk Cousins over like crushed. Sam Darnold last night. Uh, you know, he's he, you know, if, if he had done that, he, so text him, Hey Adam, call us at eleven forty five and you're gonna explain yourself, okay? <laughs> and I he seems like he would genuinely do it. Like oh, he, absolutely. he's a guy that I think I can bypass NFL network uh of uh, management with because yeah, he, typically he just, that's how it works. You work out to the, you reach out to those people. They reach out to the talent. There's a few people here and there. Field Yates, I can just tax and I don't have to deal with that. Yeah, uh, Adam Rank's one of those guys. Yeah, I he, can definitely just hit him up. And he be just like, seems like an awesome, awesome guy. Uh, I was so excited. I and I had never. I I, I only read some of his stuff. Like I had never really heard him or talked to him before. And so as soon as I picked as soon as he picked up the phone and I talked to him, he seemed like the nicest guy. And uh, it was it was like the best hit. They did a podcast a few years ago uh their nfl.com fantasy one and he would sound very fired up on that and that's yes. when and he's he's their top fantasy guy yeah so exactly he's, yeah he's big uh definitely um i don't have all have to say shine because i know you're you're at this point in your life where you're like do i go bald yep i am adam rank went bald my friend you're Doesn't if you go if back. you if you look at that photo like you are gonna be like all right it's time it I makes sense you're gonna yep. get a bushier if you had like if you had my beard if i uh, could grow my beard out a little bit like better yeah. I think I'd be. I would have already been bald. I think you, you could point. pull it off. Yeah, absolutely. A little, little dress vest. Yes. Okay. Yep. All right. Anyways, uh, Winners Club podcast coming at you in three, two, one.